All right, now let's go to Lansing and a surprising four-quarter effort by Michigan State defensively. Offense still a work in progress, but a win is a win, and I think it's the biggest win for Mel Tucker he's had because of the meaning. If they would have lost another home game in front of the home fans, what the rest of the season could have brought would have been extremely ugly. Instead, there's hope. Uh, they can fight for a bowl spot. Who knows? Michigan game, week from Saturday. They get another week to get healthy. Tim Stout from Stout on Sports heard weekday mornings at 10 a.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. Same station that carries a huge show, tape delayed weeknights at 6 p.m. He's standing by in the Meyer guest sign, and I didn't see that coming at all, Tim. Don't look at me. I picked State 31-13, to 13 and everybody thought I was nuts because of the one-sidedness of the score. I thought Wisconsin fired its coach for a reason. The win at uh, Northwestern was against the worst team in the league. It's tough to win two, in my opinion, two back-to-back road games in the Big Ten. Wisconsin was going to face a hungry team on homecoming that was desperate. And even despite all that, I thought Michigan State had some bizarre coaching calls in that game in a variety of ways. I think, you know, good for State. They came from behind to win it. If I was Wisconsin, I absolutely would have gone for two instead of kicking the tying extra point late because I think it was their only hope. If they'd gone overtime, I never thought they would win it. I'm amazed, uh, Bill, they were able to get the points that they got because they don't really have any speed, per se, against the teams that have beaten State. They have the weakest of the five quarterbacks they've played in the last five weeks. I just thought, and you know, my mantra on the air has been State can't possibly be that bad, and yet... Uh, you know that you know. Obviously, the game went into overtime. I thought a key was the. I always think whoever gets the ball to start the second half, are you going to do something with it? And even though Wisconsin was up fourteen to seven, and got the ball to start the second half. They didn't go forwards; they went backwards. And I thought at that point, this baby's going right to the end. And Jaden Reed is back and seemingly healthy for Michigan State, and he made enough plays. He'll have a hard time making those same plays, I think, against Michigan, but against Wisconsin he did it. So I wasn't surprised at all. I mean, I thought it could have gone either way, yes, but Wisconsin couldn't get out of its own way, and yet State also made enough mistakes with penalties and so on, and they screwed up the clock at the end of regulation. But you know what? At the end of the day, they won, so you move on, right? They move on, and I think they wish they probably were playing this weekend, but maybe another week of rest is good for this team, but a little momentum off of getting the W on Saturday. If they were kicking off tonight at 7 p.m. at the big house, what would be your take on this Michigan-Michigan State matchup? I would make Michigan at least a 21-and-a-half point favorite. Ooh, I said 14 earlier. 21-and-a-half. and I – at least that many. And I think, frankly, Bill, if Michigan can dominate the game, I I mean, I thought Michigan looked really, really good in the second half against Penn State. I think Penn State's a better team than Michigan State. Excuse me. I think think if if, if Michigan can send a message in the second half and build the margin, my sense is Michigan will do it because I think it's been irritated, to say the least. You know, by Michigan State managing to beat uh, beat them, you know, the last two years in a row. Now, whether they do it or not remains to be seen. I thought the score against Penn State was misleading because Michigan absolutely dominated that game, but but had a few mistakes. And I think Michigan is not going to stand around and throw the ball all over the place when you got two running backs like they have who ran the way they did uh, against uh, 
Penn State, I I picture exactly the same thing against Michigan State so that when McCarthy throws the ball, he's going to have some of these guys wide open. I would think that is their game plan. And playing at night, to me, does not help Michigan State. I think in rivalry games or in big games, when the home team has the crowd at night, I, I think somehow the adrenaline pump there helps the home team more. But we'll see, because it'll obviously make state season in a big way and send them to a bowl game more than likely if they can win at Michigan a week from Saturday. It's like their playoff game, their bowl game, whatever you want to call it, and they get an extra week to prepare. Again, I don't know. You want the mojo off of winning, but also this team is battled through or has and is battling through injuries, so the week probably helps both teams. Well, I think Michigan State Bill's got to come up with something different. I mean, I don't think they can run the – there were some play calls against Wisconsin that absolutely mystified me. In the first half when it was 7 to nothing, and they're down on the goal line, and they called timeout to go with it on fourth down and run it straight up the middle right into the teeth of Wisconsin's defense. I thought, you wasted a timeout, and that's the play call? I mean, they still struggle to run the ball, in my opinion. And unless they can do that against Michigan, unless they can have some semblance of success running the ball and keeping Michigan's offense off the field, I think they're going to have a long night. I think Michigan's good. And I think Michigan, and the other thing, Bill, is Michigan's motivated. You know, they went to the Final Four last year. They won the Big Ten. They beat Ohio State. But in their own state, they let the game get away in East Lansing. And, uh, and, and, they, you know, and of course, they were upset in the COVID year in Ann Arbor the year before that, which has to rankle them dramatically. Because I claim even if they have a big year, a big year for them, frankly, is, is, it involves beating your rival in the state and beating your rival in the Big Ten, which is Ohio State. It looks, you know, and the other question I have, Bill, can, can Michigan go 11-1, and one, not beat Ohio State, and still make the Final Four? Because it looks like it's going to come down to a number of teams with one loss who are going to get some kind of you know uh, beauty points on how they play. And I'll be curious if the loser of the Michigan-Ohio State game, if they're both 11-0, can one of those sneak into the Final Four without playing in the conference title game? I think that'll be very interesting to see. Tim Stout, always interesting conversation from Stout on Sports. Heard weekday mornings at 10 a.m. on AM 730, the game in Lansing. We're heard weeknights at 6 p.m. Tape delayed on the game, 730 a.m. You also see Tim on TV in the newspaper in the Lansing area. Timmy, we'll talk next week, and I'll get your prediction on the game. Okay, good, Bill. Good to talk to you. Have a good show. All right. Tim Stout joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with Michigan State University Athletics.